Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Conservative Party of Canada announcing its new leader, the fourth in seven years. Uh, But uh, a lot of uh, expectation regarding whoever comes out of this leadership race, uh, that the uh, three-election losing streak will come to an end under that leader. So the pressure is high. But it's an interesting moment for the Conservative Party. It has been a very lengthy, a seven-month leadership race. Uh, And there's certainly been, I I think, a lot of tension within the party. Uh, Certainly a lot of tension between the two perceived front-runners, Pierre Polyev and Jean Charest. But amid all of that, membership numbers have swelled considerably. And so maybe there is a new opportunity here for the Conservative Party. But some big decisions to be made by whoever emerges from this race, certainly based on what we've been seeing through this race. It feels like uh, this is uh, going to be a slam dunk for Pierre Polyev. But joining us to talk about what the numbers are telling us about uh, all of these big questions, very pleased to be joined here this afternoon by Daryl Bricker, CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. Daryl, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on, Rob. You know, first of all, I mean, you know, it felt like the stakes were high going into this race. Uh, you know, people talked about the idea of a, a battle for the soul of the party. But uh, how has it unfolded in your view? Well, it really doesn't seem to be a, a battle for the, the soul of the party anymore. Um, when we uh, polled uh, people who say that they're conservative partisans, people who would vote, partis- uh, vote for the conservative party in an election campaign last week, it was pretty clear um, that uh uh, they they supported uh, Pierre Polyev, and in fact, the, the the percentage of people who are conservative partisans uh, supporting Polyev has been going up steadily through the course of the campaign. Uh, so we would certainly expect him to prevail tonight. Uh, we've seen that manifested. You know, he's drawn some big crowds right across the country. As mentioned, that the membership numbers all all backs up what you're talking about. But are we able to put our finger on why? What's driving this? What are the concerns of conservative voters? What has Pierre tapped into? Well, there seems to be a, a lot of uh, dissatisfaction at the moment uh, with the, the direction of the country, and <laughs> pardon me, and the. Performance of the current liberal government, who, by the way, you know, during the course of their government, have found ways of kind of isolating conservatives and making them feel like they're not part of the country's progress uh, for the space mm-hmm. of the last several years. And, and guess what? It's paid off. And what it's done is it's produced a leader who really taps into that that sense that the country's on the wrong track and they're they're really being left out of the national conversation. So if conservatives are enthusiastic about Pierre Polyev, what about those who are are not necessarily conservatives, could be persuaded to become conservatives? What's the perception of of this race, of Pierre, of the frontrunners, from those that are kind of outside the party? Well, the average Canadian voter, if they had a chance to vote in this this leadership, would probably vote for Jean Charest, although his numbers have been coming down a little bit over the space of uh, the, the last few weeks. Uh, but uh, they take a look at Pierre Polyev, and to them, he's a cipher. They really don't know. In fact, 42% of the people that we interviewed in the poll that we released with Global uh, said that they didn't know enough about uh, Pierre Polyev to be able to form an opinion. And what's really interesting when you take a look at the data is all of the movement has been in con- among conservative partisans who have been coming on side with, uh, with Polyev. But the general population is barely budged. And that really uh, it reflects the fact that they're not plugged into what's going on. They're not excited by, by what's going on. And this is going to present a really big challenge for Mr. Polyev coming out of, of the leadership campaign because that has to change. 
It seems like there's an opportunity in all of that. If if there are not hard and, and fast opinions that have been formed of Pierre Polyev, that he's still got the opportunity to kind of introduce himself to Canadians on, on his own terms, that there is still, you know, the, the potential for him to, to win some of those people over, it seems. Uh, absolutely. There's a, there's lots of opportunity there. But when a candidate is undefined, it also opens up the opportunity for the opposition to define that candidate. So I expect just as much as uh, Pierre Polyev is going to come out of this race uh, uh, working to define himself with a broader Canadian electorate, the Liberals are going to be very actively doing their very best to define him before he's able to do it himself. Well, it's funny because it, it, a lot of it reminds me of, uh, you know, going back now more than seven years when Justin Trudeau became the Liberal leader and the Conservatives weren't sure whether they should worry about this guy, weren't sure what to make of him, but didn't want to take any chances. I remember the ads that, that ran, you know, he's got great hair, he's just not ready. Uh, they went pretty hard. I mean, in the end, obviously, Justin Trudeau still became prime minister, but there there do seem to be some parallels. Yeah, I would say um, the parallels that really stand out for me, you're absolutely right in pointing out what the conservatives try to do with, with Trudeau, although Trudeau was such a well-known brand prior yeah. to uh, him even running for office. It looks more to me like what the liberals were trying to do with Stephen Harper back in 2003, if we could let our memories right. go back that far, prior to the 2004 uh, national election. Uh, Polyev reminds me of being very much in the same position as uh, as Harper. And if we remember, Harper lost that election in 2004. Mm-hmm. He, he kept the liberals to a minority. But the, the liberal campaign that they ran against Stephen Harper, both then and in 2006, when Harper eventually won, were savage. And I expect we're going to see something very similar for the Liberals. And the reason for that, Rob, is this is the kind of campaign they want to run. They want to run a campaign based on values, whether or not somebody's aligned with being you know, uh, a real Canadian, whether or not he's a, you know, like a Donald Trump light. This is a, the type of campaign that they absolutely relish trying to run. It's better than talking about whether inflation is hurting your, uh, your particular economic circumstances, because that doesn't uh, uh, bode particularly well for the government, any government in this country right now. Uh, but a, a campaign that's really focused on defining Pierre Polyev and defining him in very negative terms is something that I, I very much expect that the Liberals will do. Well, like, for example, linking him to the convoy protest, is, is that still a, a vulnerability? Well, it's interesting on the convoy. Um, the, you know, if, if you go to Ottawa and you talk to the Laurentian elite media and you know, people, they, they, they're of a mind of how Canadians reacted to the convoy. But the truth right. was that that sentiment, that real sense of anger that the convoy put forward, even if people didn't agree with their tactics, we ask Canadians, you know, whether or not you sympathize with some of the things that are behind the uh, behind the protest. And 42% of Canadians said that they did. Now, if anybody got 42% of the vote in the next election campaign, they'd form a majority. You mentioned the Trudeau brand, which was uh, certainly riding high in 2015, not so much in 2022. So uh, as the Liberals prepare to take on a new conservative leader, where are they at in terms of public support and public perception? Well, I think, you know, uh, the Prime Minister announced last week that he's going to be running again in the next campaign. And if we take him at face value, I think the idea of facing off against a Pierre Polyev is probably something that's quite appealing to him. I don't think that there would be any sense that he would be afraid to take on Pierre Polyev in an election campaign. As I said, that value, uh, values-based campaign, you know, what's right and wrong, what's real Canadian, what isn't real Canadian, is a kind of campaign that really appeals to Justin Trudeau. And by the way, a campaign that he could run quite effectively. 
So I don't think he's backing away from uh, from uh, Pierre Polyev. But the other thing that I know, being having been around this game for a long time, they'll be taking a look at the numbers as they go into the spring of this year, or of, of, of 2023. And if the numbers aren't uh, moving in the liberal direction, uh, you might start seeing uh, Justin Trudeau thinking about his future. Uh, because I don't think he'd want to go into a campaign with the potential of losing. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 